Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another, the second last team preview. I've got Nomis with me again. Nom, how are you, mate? Very well, mate. Can't wait to uh, rip and tear to this one with the forward pack they have. Mate, get the hose ready. You're going to have to hose me down here. The number two <laughs> team in the power rankings this year, the Canberra Raiders. I've got them finishing second this year. I'm all about the green machine. I've got the Canberra milk in my veins. Nom, you weren't ready for that. Look, the shock look on your face. I love it. What do you think when you hear Raiders in second place? Look, I wasn't ready for second place. You got a live reaction from me there. But, I, you know, this, this forward pack is probably one of the one of the best still in, in the NRL, but second, t- tell me tell me what's the rationale behind that. Please I'll explain. T- I'll talk you through it, mate. This is my favourite uh, subtraction. Um, the team losses actually improve the team. No Josh Hodson, Tom Starling, Zach Wolford, this is your team. No Charles Nickel Klukstad, Xavier Savage, this is your team. Jared Croker, we'll give you that 300th game somewhere through the season, but Matt Timoko... Sebastian, Chris, you are the most underrated centre pairing in the game. But my favourite one, Nom, Jamal Fogarty led this team last year. They were an inconsistent, bad attacking team last year. Everyone remembers good things about Brad Schneider last year, Matt Frawley last year filling in. It was when Jamal Fogarty came in off his knee injury, got into this team and steered them around. That's when they were playing their best footy. A full off season. You saw Jack Wyden have a really good World Cup. This is just setting up Nom. You, like you said, the forward pack. Joe Tarpany may be the best forward in the game. Hudson Young turning into one of the best edge back rowers in the game. I don't know. This is I'm really, really excited for this for this Canberra Raiders season, Nom. That's why I'm so high on them. Tarpano. D- did he lose his duel? He lost his duel. He's only a front row yeah. forward, which is outrageous. I know he only played forward last year, but if there's ever been a guy that can play lock a little bit of edge through the middle, it's Joe Tarpany. Mate, they're being very stingy with these uh, dual positions this year. And I've got a soft spot for Joe because at the start of last season, he was the first player in my classic team last year. Before any of the halves, I just knew that Joe had a season in him. So, look, I've got to find that player again this year, but let's go through the 1-17 because it's my it's potentially one of my favourite 1-17s in terms of young players that I think will have a breakthrough season. Guys that have been established for a couple of years were about to break out and experienced guys that will carry this team. Xavier Savage is the fullback. The wingers, Nick Kotrick, Jordan Rapana. Centers, Matt Timoko and Sebastian Chris. In the halves, Jack White and Jamal Fogarty. In the front row, Joe Tarpany, Tom Starling, Josh Papali'i. In the back row, Corey Harawira-Nira, Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead at lock. And on the bench, Zach Wolford, Corey Horsberg, Emre Gula, and Pasami Solo. So just right there, Nom, like I said, when I rattle off those names in my head, there is literally eight different guys I want in my Supercoach team this year from our draft perspective at least. I, If I don't get one of the starting gun fullbacks, I'm happy to wait for Xavier Savage later on. If I want any of Kotrick, Timoko, Chris, Rapana, I'll take any of them as my third or fourth center wing. Jack Wyden is one of my sneaky 5'8s this year. Jamal Foggy, not even sneaky. He's my fourth or fifth halfback in the comp this year. That forward pack, Hudson Young, Corey, Harawira, Nero, give it to me. Joe Tarpany, give it to me. I'm telling you, I'm hose me down. I can't be stopped right now. Oh, I don't know. I think you're going to have to get in that cold shower. Jack White, I don't know. I don't know. He's this, uh This is the... He's he's, he hasn't player. got a very friendly super coach game traditionally. 
He has yeah. to turn it on every now and again. Yeah. I just have a feeling that this Canberra team was so inconsistent at home last year. I feel like they get to a good home team. Like I said, they've got the forward pack to match anyone. And like I said, Xavier Savage being the unquestioned number one, that's speed. You can't teach speed. The young center pairing, Timoko and Chris, defensively sound in attack can win you a game. Wiley veterans, Rapana and Kotrick is getting there in terms of veteran status now. Two guys that can card the ball out, you know, safe when they need to be. Just a lot of good things that are happening for this Canberra team. I think Ricky Stewart, he's had a couple of rocky years since 2019 when they made the grand final. This reminds me of the 2019 grand final team. Savage is coming to his own where Chance was just about at that point. You know what I mean? They had a really good number seven in Caesar kind of steering them around. Fogarty is that for them. And then you just have a look at that four pack. It's an improved four pack to what it was in 2019. I just, I can see the recipe on paper. The best case scenario is a second place team this year. Yeah, look, I can definitely see them making the finals. Top, I mean, second, I, I'm not sure, but um, I, I am very high on their forward pack. That's Let's just go into the guns because I think, like I said, it starts with Joe Tarpany. To me, if you're looking just at a big board, who can, which is the first four? I think he's unquestioned the first forward off the board. I think Payne Haas has dropped in that in that scenario. I think it's between him and Ruben Cotter as the top two front row forwards in the game this year. Uh, so he's definitely the unquestioned. If you lock him in there, you know, I wouldn't even mind burning a second round pick on him because I just know I'm going to get 70 a game. And if he gets a meat pie or a couple of tackle breaks in there, it's 90 to 110. So I just think Joe can win your game from the front row four, which is very rare, I think, this year especially. Second one, in terms of uh, Gunn, who I think is actually going to beat, is Jamal Fogarty. Goal kicker will be the lead playmaker in this team. I think he's in for a gun-gun year. And then third is Hudson Young. I think Hudson Young showed last year he can ton up with the best of them in, from the 2RF position. And I think he's going to be such a value pick this year. I think he's going to be, you know, from rounds five, six down, you could steal a Hudson Young and put him in your draft team as your second front row forward and be laughing by season's end. Yeah, we're thinking the same because, yeah, I was going to say Joe Tarpany and Hudson Young are the ones I would have my eyes on. With Hudson Young, I mean, we saw how he pretty much, you know, finished the season last year. He, uh, you know, broke the Knights' heart in one of those games. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, look, Jamal Fogarty as well. I mean, I was a fan of him when he was the Titans. Um you know, he started last season injured, but when he came back, he, um, yeah, he took full control of this team. Yeah. And a very, the next level down on come, the fourth gun is, like I said, Xavier Savage. I think he's in for a huge year. I just think that the way he plays, it, it's funny. When you look at players, you kind of go, do they remind me of someone? There's no one I can really think of with Xavier Savage. He's not big. But he's got a he's got a load of speed. The ball playing is obviously he's very very raw, so the ball playing is not there yet. Can he get to Matt Bowenish in terms of the way he can kind of use his speed around the ruck and just break a play potentially? But like I said, if you don't get that top, you know, five to six fullbacks, I'm very happy to wait till potentially round seven, eight, nine. Go grab Savage when no one's watching and you're just laughing. Mate, you're a lot braver than me because I am definitely not waiting until you know getting the 
if I don't, yeah, I'm definitely trying to grab the first six fullbacks because Xavier Savage, we saw from last season, he was very rocks and diamonds. But um, yeah, fullback is one of the first positions I want to lock up in this draft. Look, there's not many avoids in this team, Nom. Um, I will just put a very tentative on the hooker position. I think a lot of people will think that Tom Starling is going to be the man, but I think the way they use Zach Wolford and Tom Starling at the end of the year, with Zach Wolford kind of absorbing that first 25 minutes of action and then getting Starling in there, uh, I think that will that's a nice play. You know, you can keep Starling pretty fresh. I don't think he's an 80-minute hooker, and Zach Wolford does a good job. And he showed a bit of deceptiveness, a bit of deceptiveness at a dummy half close to the line last year. There's a couple of those hitting that that correct line runner going out the back when needed. So I think Zach Wolford, if he can establish himself over Tom Starling and get that lion's share of the minutes, potentially down the track can be good. But I think Hooker is just a slight stay away for now. Yeah, that's right. I mean, if you had Tom Starling last year, you would have been licking your lips when... Um... Hodgson got injured, but then you know, all of a sudden Zach Wolford comes up from you know, fifth grade and then takes gets the starting role. But yeah, I think that's definitely the way forward this year as well. You know, Zach Wolford, you know, take the sting out of game first, 2025, as you said, and then bring Starling speed off the bench. The other two avoids, and I think it's just because of age, they're great players and they have been good super coach players in the past. I think Josh Papaliti and Elliot Whitehead, like I, like you said, this is a very, very good forward pack. And even guys like Corey Horsberg and Emre Gould are coming off the bench. Those guys, they're not going to be they're not going to be playing by Ricky Stewart to get super coach points. You know what I mean? I think Popeye's going to be there, just shore up the middle, take a couple of hit-ups here and there. Whitehead is just going to be defense, getting that ball out if needed. So I think those guys, they'll be on waivers. I don't think they're going to get drafted. They'll be on waivers throughout the season. They'll be a little plug-and-play every now and again. But there are some other guys in this full pack you want to prioritize over those two guys. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I don't trust stick with the forward rotation <laughs> at the best of times. And yeah, we can't, the minutes can't be trusted with the forward pack, except for maybe Joseph Tarpane. Uh, yeah, between Papali'i, Horsbra, um, yeah, they, they can chop and change in the heartbeat with first stick. Yeah, but that, like I said, no, that uh, to me, it's one of the quicker previews. I, there's a lot of loves in this team. There's not many avoids, and I think the avoids is pretty, you can see it from a distance. Uh, but yeah, definitely going to be for me. The team on draft night has got my little Excel out and I'm, you know, <laughs> oh no, I've got seven Raiders. How did that happen? I could definitely see myself <laughs> falling into that trap this year. Yeah, it's, uh, look, it, it is a solid team. Um, and look, there's plenty of value to be had later in the draft, I reckon, because a, a lot of these Raiders will sort of fly under the radar. They don't, not, I know for a fact, no one's as high as the Raiders as you. So um, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of value to be had. We'll leave it there, Nom. we got one left in this season preview, mate. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Nom, for coming on. Always a pleasure. I can't wait. Have a great day, and we'll hear from you all soon. Thank you.